Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I'm joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Hello! Hello. Hello. Flo just ignores us. Hello. No. Oh, yeah, you, you are here. It's. Uh, I think you just had a bit of mic drop there. Present! <laughs> <laughs> everyone must say they're present if they're to be marked in the register. <laughs> yes, DM, sir. Good morning, Mr. Kirkson. <laughs> Where did we learn that chant? Who taught it to us? And why did every school child do it, at least in Britain? It, it must be done in like basic teacher training in, in, in the UK. <laughs> I guess it was, but I never remember being taught it. I just remember every like, like morning that was what everyone said in exactly that cadence. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whichever school you went to. <laughs> no, if um, in other countries you do the same. Yeah. Do you, do you have a different cadence when you say good morning to your teacher? Mm. Are you more upbeat than the uh, English? <laughs> Are you too busy pledging allegiance to the flag or whatever it is you do in your country? Mm. Yeah, we don't have any of that. Huh? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, but a, a, a very basic thing. Just, just say good morning to the teacher kids. That's all you have yeah. to do. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to throw anything at them before they uh, start the actual lesson. Yeah, ideally. Hmm. Well, you will be reprising your roles as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue, Sophia Landrin, our fighter cleric, and Rogar McLeod, our paladin sorcerer. And, I mean, I think last week, you know, it was a bit more of a relaxed session. You kind of took stock of the damage after this horrific attack on your new home. Um, counted the bodies, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, took a breather. I think is probably the way to put it. Yeah, we 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 had a day where we didn't actually do anything. Well, but the rest, the remainder of a day where we didn't actually do anything, which is mm. quite quite unusual for us. I mean, we didn't do anything. We named a bar. You named a bar. Um, yeah, we did a bit more exploring. We, we cleaned up some corpses, um, sc- scraped some bodies off some walls and stuff. Um. On the yeah. wall in my room. <laughs> <laughs> Artfully posed, yes. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, can, I can imagine R- Rogar's room's a bit like when when, when anyone ever first ever played like Oblivion and they found the, the physics you can make like the corpses do things. So he's just <laughs> like, does sound like Rogar. <laughs> that one's touching that one's ass. <laughs> I was say, to be fair, as I don't have like a rail where I can just hook them onto, uh, yeah, it probably is about right. <laughs> I like to think that Rogar just has tea parties with them. Like he sets them up around like the little round table, and he just. <laughs> just For some um, reason, in my head, it, it's that scene in Toy Story where yeah, Bugs exactly. is having a tea party. Yep, that, that's exactly it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I am Mrs. Nesbit. He's got one arm and a bloody tea party in it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is now canon. It is now canon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so you, you guys chilled a little bit. You took stock of the damage. Yes, you named a pub now called the uh, the Handrel or Handrel or Handrel's Rest. I don't know if you've got like a, a moniker for it, but it is named after your, well, fallen comrade of uh, Tommy's old gang. Mm. And. Yeah, I think you made a few just general housekeeping decisions. You're going to try hire some more guards. So you're going through them quite quickly. 
you're stocking the uh, traders' coffers with gold. Rogar sent out a couple of missionaries to try recruit for his uh, church. And you ended the evening giving your new uh, tavern a bit of a christening and putting your feet up finally. <laughs> oh, we promoted a guard. Yes, ah, yes, yes, yes. Andrew, who survived yeah. the uh, encounter with the dimensional shambler, is now a. What did you settle on? Is he uh, is he captain of the guard? Is Emmerich getting a promotion to like general or something? Like I don't know. It's it's up to you guys on. Your, I, th- I think I think uh, I think we'll I think we'll um we'll say uh yeah. I mean he, he he can be a captain. I mean eventually, hopefully, we can have like a couple of captains, and um and Emmerich will be the um, the commander. Yeah, so, I, 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 I like the idea wonder. of that. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't too sure if that was a demotion, though. So, uh, it kind of depends what you oh. are. If you're if you're in the navy, then uh, yeah, commander is lower than captain. We're but... on Star Trek rules. Commander's higher. It, it yeah, or is it? Is it? <laughs> oh, I can't remember. I think no, commander right. No, commander. It? Yeah, well, commander captain. is like first. Com- is yeah, like the first com- commander in, in the navy, but he's not in the navy. He's in the um, for- formerly Varadin <laughs> city yard. Um. Yeah. Okay. What's the guy? Uh, I've got to Google this. Okay, now. Tell you what, I'll tell you what. Here, here we go. Here we go. He's commander in chief. Okay. There okay. You go. He's, he's commander in chief. Emmerich is commander in chief of the armed forces of Black Frost Fortress. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's all four of them. Yeah. All four of them. <laughs> Soon to be more. <laughs> there there are currently Wait, three, three of, remaining. Three of them. <laughs> yes. yes the, oh, shit. <laughs> All three people manning four walls. That's, that's going hey, to go well. Emmerich can take a turn on a wall as well. That that's four. <laughs> it's fine. I thought he was included. <laughs> there are, I'm sure there are there are two others and Andrew, aren't there? Should we just give them names now so we can watch them die? Yeah, I think I already gave them names, but. Uh, uh. <laughs> So we've got Emmerich, Andrew, Clarence, and Carlton. <laughs> Clarence and Carlton. Clarence and Carlton. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear, he's writing that down. Oh, oh, write that down. Carlton's up there on the wall doing the "It's not unusual" dance. Well, the um, <laughs> the guard who died, I had named as Harold. So there you go. So okay. your, your original retinue was uh, Emmerich, Jeff, Andrew, Harold. Clarence and Carlton, and <laughs> Jeff and Harold are both dead. <laughs> oh, we're keeping the we're keeping the big C's alive in here. That's yeah, what <laughs> that's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I guess to end the session because you know we can't just end with you guys having a nice uh, gentle evening. It seems Rogar is going to have a little bit of a dream. Balance. Mm. I thought I escaped when my like it net cut out at the end of last week. <laughs> <laughs> failing internet does not save you <laughs> and I mean I suppose that's where we're going to pick up right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yes as we move into the late evening after you guys have had your final drinks at the new tavern you go back to the castle you go back to your separate bedrooms and Curl in for the night, ready to rest up and maybe even set off to the orc encampment tomorrow. It's going to be a hard trek. You need your rest. And most of you get a good good night's sleep. One of you, however, has a far worse time. Urogar, as soon as you close your eyes, you feel heavy 
you find yourself resting upon a stone dais floating above a twisted mockery of a garden built from flesh and viscera and blood. You can hear faint screaming and tortured cries echoing all around you. Heavy black iron chains cover your body, pinning you down in a kneeling position. Your helm and mask are gone. Instead, as you kind of look around, you see a thick metal collar around your neck. And attached to the collar are long, sharpened blades that curve inwards, connected at the joints with a sort of flexible hinge. As you take this sight in, you hear a loud click as one of the blades lining up to your left eye moves an inch closer. Should all these razor-sharp blades move in together, you'd be cut to ribbons. As you're trying to get to grips with all this, you hear a soft humming behind you to a tune you heard once before, and you feel an armored hand rest upon your shoulder. I fear I have been far too lenient with you. Too kind, too nurturing. Spare the flaying, spoil the child, as they say. It has been days. And yet I see no results from you. Perhaps you don't feel invested in our goals. You don't feel a true connection. I feel I understand creatures like you, Rogar. I understand your motivations. So let me rectify your lack of personal stake in this endeavor. He watches Melkorak, the Nightmare Man, walks in front of you, looking the same as he ever does, those that lipless mouth, clacking teeth, that pale, dead-looking flesh, and that rather ornate set of dark armor, the huge greatsword strapped across his back that looks almost ceremonial. He looks down at you through eyes that you can't see as they're covered by that bizarre ornamental long helm, and he raises his hand, curling a long thin finger towards his palm as the blade in front of your left eye reflects the action, growing closer to you as you struggle in vain against these chains. These chains are so heavy, it's like you're trying to lift a mountain. You can barely move an inch. You scream in pure agony as the cold metal pierces your eye, and you feel the ocular liquid pour down the side of your face. Melkorak leans in close and whispers, You can have this back when I have the heart. He stands back from you as you're still screaming and bleeding. His gaze holds no mercy, no nothing in his stance and the way he positions himself to you makes you think he cares. 
a single iota about the pain you're in. So tell me, Yoroka. You must have something that's worth continuing your existence by now. Where is the heart? And what have you found? So, uh... <laughs> Taking a second to uh, try and collect himself from the agonizing pain. Uh, that Rogo will be in. <laughs> I tell you what, my friend. I'm getting a little bit sick and tired of this. But... Since you seem to have me in a bit of a bind right now, um, why don't you ask, uh, you know, that sword that was on my back, uh, ask him, he knows. He, he, he casts, you know, he has a spell, he knows. I know where I'm going, I know where this uh, heart is, you just gotta let me get there. You know, you, you, you're pushing things a little bit. And, you know, since you don't seem to want to play fair, then... Why the fuck I'm gonna listen to you? I am not a patient man, Rogar. When I was given your leash, I was told that you can get the job done. And I have given you the leeway to do so. Are you certain you know where the heart is? <laughs> you know what? I tell you, uh, I'm more than confident, and if I'm wrong, it is in the same place, just on top of a mountain rather than in a city. And I've not failed yet. So, you know, that leash... Ain't nobody's dog. And, uh, you know, always being a kind of a free spirit. But I'll get you there, and I'll get you what you want. You had best hope you do. Rogar, success holds rewards beyond your comprehension. But failure called suffering the likes of which you cannot even imagine. Hurry and bring the heart to Gnarren. Make haste. And, Rogar, you open your eyes. But I only have one. Yeah, the first thing you notice is you are blind in your left eye. Still got the middle one, though. Bugger. Yeah. <laughs> She's down That's to two his again. Eye. <laughs> <laughs> down to two like the rest of us. Yeah, so I, I, your middle eye essentially gives you advantage on perception checks, right? That's kind of yeah. the main boon of it. Yes. Um, losing an eye gives you disadvantage on perception checks. So right now you're back to rolling straight. Could be worse. You would also get disadvantaged on ranged attack rolls as well, technically, from losing an eye. Not that that necessarily uh, matters to you much, but... Yeah, so I have disadvantage on... If you shoot range. a crossbow or something, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, what about the disadvantage I have on charisma checks? Um, 
what from being disfigured? No, I ha- already have a disadvantage on charisma checks. Oh well, basically, basically, you know, any any kind of charisma skills, based on the fact that I have three eyes and it scares people. Yeah, yeah. So the third eye, you've still got your weird freakish mutation, so that that would remain in effect. <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's, it's, why do I just look like I'm wonky? You know, I mean, I mean, you you can look like Lilo when they stick that extra eye on her in future armor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you've got one in the middle of your forehead, one where an eye normally goes, and then just a a glassy eye. Now, in fact, when you look in a mirror, you've still got the eye. It's just like sight has been stolen from you. Like it's just completely white. Yeah, but can we okay. see this? Because he's got the pallid mask on. Uh, you can see his eyes through the holes in the mask, yeah. Okay, righty-o. I thought the pallid mask only had one hole. <laughs> no, it, <laughs> no, it has uh, holes for all three of your eyes, else you would struggle to see. The pallid gimp mask only has one hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I honestly thought he was talking about his fetish when he was talking about the chains for a bit. Wait, question. <laughs> can, I, can I change the look of the pallid mask since it's part of my symbiote um not really it's kind of a that is the blessing of uh the king in yellow it's kind of adhered to your face most of the time okay okay that's fine that's fine cookson quick question yeah did you take were were you pulling your lips apart to make the voice oh yes (laughs) (laughs) i i I somehow feel that the um it would be even more disturbing if we had a video of that. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Definitely would. <laughs> so those of you out there, just, just imagine imagine our <laughs> illustrious DM doing all kinds of horrific things to his face to make those noises. <laughs> the work I put in for you people. <laughs> I'm not sure if Malkrak is scarier or funnier now. I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> Oh, well, wait till he comes to visit you in your dreams, and I'm sure you'll find out. Okay, yeah, X day on the laughing, eh? Okay. Uh, So, yeah, that was Rogar's night. Uh, The the rest of you had a uh, good night's sleep. Hey! (laughs) So, we've actually actually slept, and I can get everything back to normal now. Yeah. Except your uh, um, hit dice. You only get half back, remember, if you used any. Uh, No. Did did we? I don't think we rolled any hit dice, did we? I don't think you had a short rest at all yesterday, so you're no. probably fine. Yeah, I think we 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 just we we powered on through the fights, losing more and more hit points as we went. So that means my charisma's back, though. Your charisma, my, my, wis- my wisdom. No, no. Yes, it does. No, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. <laughs> we need to meet someone. No, no. We, we we need to make make friends with someone who who might actually help us. <laughs> well, you need to, you need to seriously level up your cleric. My friends have helped. Sorry, like, I was I'm just saying, like the people that I've introduced to the party have all helped. They have, but not, not 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 with our wisdom. We specifically asked about it, and she went, uh, "No." <laughs> <laughs> In a word, no. Yeah. So like, we were like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> um, so we're we're still on the lookout for somebody who might be able to give us some wisdom back, which is, I mean, it's not great for me because I get one less use of um, grip points, but it's significantly worse for flow. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. She's a cleric who can't cast cleric spells because she gets a minus one. Minus one. Yeah, <laughs> pretty shitty. <laughs> At least you didn't fuck with my decks, dude. <laughs> or Rogar's strength. I didn't fuck with your decks yet. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. will would um Karnak be able to help me with my wisdom? <laughs> I'm sure if you made a deal with him, sure. <laughs> I will give you Rogar if you give me my wisdom back. You have a direct line to the nine yes, holes on your I wrist know. if you wish to cut a deal. Like it's That's there. Okay. Yeah. You don't need to go begging the guy coming to kill one of you to do it. <laughs> Ooh, should I use it to spare rope gut? No. <laughs> Honestly, if you give it me, I will use it. I know. That's why we're not going to give it to you. You've got enough ammunition for getting us into shit. It's probably be interesting. It, it normally is, but... Do it. I, th I think I think we're, we're waiting, because I think... Either, either Sophia's not going to use it, and that's probably a smart move because that's like what her character arc is kind of doing um or she is going to use it on something she really needs yeah it's gonna it's gonna be a desperation <laughs> rogar makes a deal with the nine hells for some magic beans <laughs> <laughs> you get the magic beans i want the cow yeah i want the cow you traded for the magic beans that's what i want <laughs> i mean you could you get milk for free <laughs> yeah Fucking thing just eats grass. <laughs> Dumb, it's like you're printing your own money. <laughs> but yeah, so I I wake up and see that I have uh, that I am now missing an eye. Well, not missing an eye, but it's kind of like like milky white. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm just gonna t I'm gonna turn to Jess and say like, is, is this is this noticeable? Is Jess in your bed? Not in my bed. Okay. Maybe you can go find Jess. <laughs> I don't think she I sleeps thought... curled up on your floor like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Uh, she has that's some self-respect. That's what I fully expected. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> I mean, what you expect and what happens are two very different things. Uh, that's true, that's true. <laughs> I mean, you can find Jess early morning, because if you're giving her a, a room to stay in the fortress, that's fa fair enough. Yeah, okay, I'll Actual do that. room. I feel, I feel like um, Rogar's cult's going to end up a little bit like the one out of Fight Club. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I am Jack's swollen spleen. <laughs> whatever the hell it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, if you ask, she does sort of nod and goes, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's a little noticeable. I'm, I'm, still, I'm, still, I'm still like, you know, I've still, still, still got it, though. Yeah? You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sunglasses. I plead the fifth. <laughs> okay. I will power on the head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys meeting up? Like, what's the what's the plan for today? Uh, yeah, I think. Well, I think we were pretty pretty confident we were going to set off today. We don't want to give um, the Fate Weaver any more time to. Um... He's had a lot of time. Uh, he he's why well, he's, he's only had. Is he had three, two days or three days? Three, I think. Three. I mean, it's not a lot of time. You knew it would take him a, about four days to get back to the camp. So if you guys are hot on his trails, he will have, in theory, only arrived a couple of days sooner when you get there. And he's, he's, he's yeah. I mean, he might be, he might be forward forming a force to come back. But if he is, then we're going to meet it on the way. Um, or he he might not have fully managed to form it in time. I think. You know, we don't want to leave it any more time. Put it that way. Yeah. So I think we want to. We want to be setting off today. So I think we'll we'll pack, take as many provisions as we can with us for the journey. Are we taking anybody else? I. 
uh, we're not, we are, are we? uh I think we'll I think I'll I think I was I've been mulling over this and I think I will take R4. And are you that's, taking R4? Yeah, I think I will. Because although it's supposed to be a stealth mission, we could stash him somewhere nearby. To watch but out. There's, but there's 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 kind of every possibility that we won't immediately come back here even if we do win. That, oh yeah, that's very that, true. That, that um situations may lead us off. You know, Tommy Tommy this is thinking thinking is Tommy anyway, got a lot of experience of things not going entirely to plan and journeys that should have been a you know, you know, quick adventure in and out, you know, yeah, two days tops end up being three weeks of unmitigated torture so um, so you know have, have, having having your best robo bud nearby is probably a smart move yeah yep. okay and then we won't bring anybody else because well no i mean we, we've well they're, they're, unless people, we're you, talking about um rogar's follow honors i think we talked i think we asked um did we ask them and they said they didn't want to come uh you haven't asked them actually no, no we not asked them. Asked okay them, no. i thought i thought i thought we did or maybe we just we talked about not not bringing them okay yeah um you can ask them if you like uh whether or not they'll come i don't know but they would they could protect the the fort they can help the guards uh, quite well yeah i mean if you're all talking together having seen rogar's horrifying new eye as he uh, yeah. goes downstairs i would say Fuck that's rogar you know. <laughs> did you uh you stab yourself with with a bit of that sharp bit of your armor in the night, Rogar. It looks like you got a you fucked your eye. Was it pink eye, but like dragon style? Well, uh, might be. Did you get shit on your pillow. Right, right, right. Listen here, fellas. Yeah, I tell you, you don't you don't want to get like chilly on your hands and then rub your eye. It's uh, it's 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 got a little bit funky, and you know can't really see right that. Oh, I know, I know what it is. I know what it is. He's talking about chili, right? But it's really something out of his bag of holding, like some guts or something that's gone bad. He's he's been chowing down uh, on some rotten tail meat. Got 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 it, got, listen, got it in listen. his eye. No, no, no. Right, listen, listen. Right, paladin immune to disease. You know, I'm not and, saying it's disease. You know, it's... and like uh, you know, kind of ghoul, kind of live virus. Forever. I'm just saying we don't get these things. Yeah, yeah virus. Uh, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm I'm. Technically, not not even sure if I'm alive, but you know, just just it's just a little bit. It's just a little bit of pus. Don't worry about it. And I'm just gonna start like poking at it a little bit. I uh, I don't think you should be poking at it, but it's your it's your eye. Yeah, damn straight. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll I mean, how many fingers can you see? I I don't know how many fingers you hold. Sophia's holding up her middle finger at you. Yeah, that's definitely one, and I've got two for you. And. Yeah, keep the change. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, so, uh, well, are your uh, your posse gonna join us on our uh, little stealth mission, then, Rogues? Well, I know Lissandro needs to stay here and would want to stay here. Um, so ne- needs well, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She needs to stay here for uh, you know, just in. She's you know she's leading a lot of people and she's helping a lot of people so uh you know and i think having you know a cleric who can tend to the masses if need be you know and somebody who can defend the fort you know it's going to be quite quite useful doing oh, yeah. she's probably the uh the only and i say this quite quietly so the guards don't overhear and stuff the only useful fighter we've really got well uh somewhere oh, yeah. emmerich is crying in a corner yeah, well, um, I mean, he, he got I, battered I mean, yesterday. I'm not sure not to say, say in front of him, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's all right. But 
come up against the shit we've been coming up against, he's not going to do much on his own. He'll he'll stand his ground, but well, the kingpin. Um, yeah. yeah. Does 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 your boy Martin want to come down? I'll tell you what. I'll uh, I'll go down. I'll go downstairs and ask him. Fair enough. I mean, he's he's a big lad and that, but the spell should take care of that. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll actually, you know, he, he might pass quite well for an orc. Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty hench. So don't worry. I'll uh, I'll have a bit of a chat with him. I'll see what he's up to. See if he's busy. See, you know. Oh, you might want to uh, a, a bit of a trek. Don't forget to pick up your weapon from the forge and all. Yes, definitely need to do that on my way. Will do. Right. But before I despair, you yeah. say our force coming. Yeah, I think so. And I'm gonna pull out of my bag of holding the spell guard shield I have. Ooh. From Sarnath. Uh, I picked it up in Sarnath. Uh, picked it up in place of the Dreamlands. You know, uh, I, I'm I'm like their champion. You know, and I got I got I, you know got a lot of reward. You know, for saving the city and um, you know defeating some the, the big bad evil in there. And uh, well, you know, this is one of the rewards that I got. And uh, I've noticed uh, noticed you, your boy there's been carrying a shield around, and I thought. Oh, maybe this will help us a slight upgrade since we're on a bit of a big mission right now, you know? Huh. Well, you know, as as usual, I don't believe anything you say, but I do, do appreciate the gift, and R4 does as well. Uh, yeah, R4, um, sling that uh, hunk of steel you've been lugging around, and uh, yeah, try this one on for size. R4 throws his uh, shield straight through a window and uh, walks over <laughs> and takes the spell guard shield off you. <laughs> <laughs> hear someone scream outside as a hunk of metal just turtles <laughs> out and hits the cobbles. Um, cool. So it's Bellguard Shield uh, advantage on saving throws against spells? Uh, yeah, so it is an attunement shield. Uh, while holding this shield, you have advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. And spell attacks have disadvantage against you. Sweet. Nice. That's pretty handy. That is, it is pretty handy, and I've had it tucked away since I came back from the Dreamlands just mm. because Sophia had a shield already. Oh, yeah, and, and, and Tommy doesn't wield a shield because it would like limit my attacks, but that's a tempting shield. Yeah, a, <laughs> I'm guessing a, you can't use it, Roger. Two-handed weapon. Last, oh yes, you know, yeah, can't, 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 can't really. For now, yeah. For now, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I don't. Hill giant strength, not like frost giant strength or whatever. <laughs> like they give me an AC of twenty, but yeah, no, nah, it's not worth it. No, I'm just thinking because uh, Rogar's going to lose his sword. I'm not going to lose it. <laughs> I mean, you're not, you're not, you're not going to lose it. You're going to potentially have it forcefully taken, um, <laughs> like candy from a baby. I mean, I don't know. I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll see how the how the Hell Knight stacks up. It depends if he's managed to regain his full strength by the time we fight him or not. Oh yeah, well, he might be will. bringing Atlas with him for fuck's sake. Yeah, uh, but you know, Atlas—he's <laughs> one of them. He's, he's only—he's only a barbarian that brings his ancestors with him. So, um, only. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. That's—I I also 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 made him quite quite interesting um, in terms of a fight. So he's going to be a, a pain to fight if we have to. Here's our extremely well balanced characters from later on. Here's our starting characters where we had no idea how to balance anything. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we think's going to win? <laughs> uh, and the thing is, the, the, the really, really sad thing is, is that Rogar, at least, and probably Tommy, are 
people that Atlas would be very happy to kill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Sophia, you might get off all right, actually, because <laughs> he's, he's, not, he's not got any beef against Columbo. Um, not right now, anyway. I mean, yeah. Mm. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just to kind of describe it out here a little bit, the, the Spellguard shield, very pretty looking shield. It is like a, a burnished uh, bronze looking color, just covered in gemstones that are all just humming faintly of magic. Very fancy shield on R4 there. Hey, nice one, R4. Well, that'll certainly be useful when he gets caught in a spell. Mm. Yeah. Makes up for his uh, saves not being that good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, something else that would happen around this morning when you guys are setting up, uh, Jules will give you the copy of the map with her annotations and things on so you can see where to go from here to get to the, the Shimmering River camp, where the magical appearing mountain is, and where Ganaran used to be. So you've got a, a vague idea of where you're going, at least. Does that mountain have a name? Doesn't seem to. I'm wondering how I can ask Eclipse about it. Well, it knows everything that you know. Well, it can hear everything you say and stuff. It hears so. everything I say, yeah, but like... Can I it see things? Can you be like, this mountain? For the spell to be able to work, I have to be able to name it, do I not? You have to be able to refer to something that you believe is a legendary thing. So if you know the name of an item, an object, a person, and be like, tell me all about X. Okay. That'd be okay. How, you, how you cast it. Yeah, we, okay. and, and I just wanted to say, do we... We decided what we're going to do with the maps, um, the 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 actual original copy, just because there's a chance we all die, or there's a chance that some of us die, or that we get held up somewhere. There's a chance that the spellweaver comes back and finds exactly what he was looking for while we're gone, because if the original guards of this place couldn't stand up to his forces, when he comes back with another squad um, against our four guards. Fine, fuck it. We'll put it in the bag of holding. Whatever. I don't know. I just. I would, Should we? Well, should no, we? Hi- should it's, we... It's, def- it's. Fr- the problem is, it's fragile, isn't it? But it's yeah. the bag of holding. I mean, bag of holding wouldn't be big enough to fit like the width of a glass pressed, mm. incredibly fragile big map. That would. Be I'm just problem. wondering. I'm just wondering if there's somewhere we could, because because if you're gonna look for a map, you're gonna look in the map room. I'm just wondering if there's somewhere else we could like stash it. Can we move it and stash it though? You know, I mean, do, do, if if we if we kind of speaking to Jules and kind of looking at it logically, do we think we could feasibly get it somewhere a little bit less obvious? Yeah, I mean, you guys do have a vault. It could go in there if you're thinking the map room is too open. No, I'm I'm not even thinking the vault. I'm thinking in the castle's too open. I think you need to put it somewhere where nobody's going to think to look for it. Tavern? Uh, tavern, or why not hide it in the church with the strongest fighter we have? Because tavern. I mean, can... <laughs> I mean yeah, I mean, she, she, she'll be around anyway. If we get attacked, you know, she's not going to be chilling in the church till people come in. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean well, she might be, but, they, they, you know, they're, they're still going to probably have a look in there. Well, you could always leave her with instructions to destroy the map if you get attacked or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, better I mean, to not have the information out there. I mean, do you know, what, what I was thinking is it's glass-covered, isn't it? Yeah, it's like uh, two big sheets of glass, and it's kind of holding the map in stasis as best it can. Yeah, because I'm, I'm almost thinking about sticking it behind, behind the bar, painting over the top of the glass, 
and then painting like a Handrel's bar sign on, on the front of it. Why don't we just laminate the fucker for fuck's sake? Yeah, we just we just get our our um, ancient laminator out and then <laughs> run, it, run it run it through the run it through the heat of that because I'm sure that that will make the map so much better. I um, love laminating. I, 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 I just like the idea of hiding it in plain sight, you know, like and and yeah. making a new sign for Handrel's bar at the same time. I mean, no one's going to ever think to look at the bar sign, but we'll do something with it. Tell Jules to do something with it. So that was that was my suggestion, and then everyone went silent. So <laughs> I don't mind. Right. Sounds like a lot of effort. Fine, we'll just throw it in the church. In the church, then. <laughs> I'm, cool. I'm, I'm, the, I'm just easy. Okay. okay. Cool. You can arrange for it to be taken very carefully to the uh, to the temple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just get some minions to do it, and then at least it's not. Um, it's not. Yeah. In plain it's not sight. in the room. Yeah, you know, if, if they think, oh, maybe we'll check the map room, and it's like, there's the map there that we wanted. Excellent. Uh, did you <laughs> want us to put it there? I mean, it's really fragile and shit. Well, would, well, I mean, I think I think we can trust if we if we if we get kind of as many people on board as we can to kind of hold doors open and carefully mm. carry it and stuff. And you know, if the worst comes to it, we've got a copy. I was yeah. gonna say if the, if the original gets. We've got we've got a copy. Why not just take out the element of danger and get rid of it? Because the the the, the thing about that is we we have we'd need to make multiple copies to be really sure that we're not gonna lose our one. In I don't know, just just shove it in the in the chapel. If 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 let's if she dies, then and we lose it, then it's fucked anyway. Fair shout, fair shout. Yeah, I, I I'll say I'll I'll I'll, I'll say um I'll get I'll get Martin to carry it. He's a big dude. No, yeah, everybody else laughing about, doesn't it? Yeah, that's probably fine. looks like a flannel on him. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna head down to see Martin going via the forge to pick up my weapon. Please. Cool. Sure. I think we'll. Um, Tommy's probably gonna um, have a chat with Emmerich about kind of preparing for us leaving, and about maybe um, kind of protocols and stuff, you know, um, with the guards and how to. How to fortify the place? I mean, Emmerich knows what he's doing, but it's more of a case of like us not triggering the alarm when we return, especially if we return quickly or we return quietly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the um, last thing the last thing we want to do is get shot by fucking Andrew. <laughs> perfect. Well, welcome home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doing the shopping list thing, just making sure that the merchants have got our shopping lists. Yeah, I mean they're ready to basically head out early yeah. this morning. So if you you know hand over your uh, requests and what you want them to go for, plus all yeah. the the notes from Emmerich and Jules around like guards and things that you're trying to hire, mm-hmm. you uh, hand over an unspecified amount of gold because you haven't decided exactly what you're buying yet. But uh, we'll sort that out, part yeah. as uh, the traders are setting off early this morning. Yeah, Tommy, you and Emmerich can kind of go through things, get some idea on uh, exactly what you're setting up and uh, what you'd like him to do. And his advice at this minute is basically he's just going to hold as best he can until reinforcements arrive because there's a limit to how much can actually be done right now. That's yeah. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm kind of tempted for him to well, I don't know, almost get everyone into the same place at night. So it's a bit easier to defend, but I, I'll 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 bow to his judgment. I mean, you know, he knows what he's doing. Okay. And uh, yeah, Rogar, if you're heading off, you pop down to the uh, the forge. And you find Jared, who uh, hands you over this newly upgraded long shard spear. He's kind of 
passes over to you, like wrapped in some uh, nice cloth, and just goes, "Well, this is uh, this was um, quite an unusual weapon, but I think I've done a good job here. Should uh, serve you well." Yeah, it looks it looks mighty fine, my friend. You know, I couldn't really ask for anything more, could I? You know, but um, you know, what can I say? <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm sure I'll be uh, sending a few more things your way soon. Aye, not a problem. I mean, if we can get materials and things, maybe I can start decking out some of our guards in better gear. Definitely, definitely, definitely something we need to do. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, some of the uh, the money from your traders may be able to go towards things like getting new materials and for stuff like that. So if you can start having guards with plus one weapons and such. Yeah, mm. it probably it's probably cheaper doing getting the raw materials and then it is actually just buying the weapons. So, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely down with that. Okay, and then you uh, continue on to find uh, Martin, who is currently down in the prisons, just kind of scoping out the interrogation room and trying to decide on how he wants to set a few things up down there. Um, as you uh, make your way in, he kind of turns, uh, gives you a big hello, and then spots the fact you're uh, blind in one eye. <laughs> Maroga, what uh, what happened here? You uh, cut yourself or something? <laughs> well, I tell you what, mine. <laughs> there's there's greater things at play here, and unfortunately, I seem to have been tasked with dealing with somebody called Malkareth. Mal Malkareth. I can't say it. Malkareth. <laughs> Malkareth. There you go. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> there that fits with my character really well <laughs> yeah and um since i haven't you know brought in the heart of this giant guy and i'm not 100 percent sure where it is he decided to blind me so um basically i'm here to ask if you fancy coming on a journey to go and get this heart so well with any luck he doesn't fillet me in my dreams hmm well uh... Being flayed in your dreams don't sound like a, a thing you want to have happen. So what, this this happened last night while you were asleep? Uh, yes, yes it did. As uh, I think we have been here, what, three days now? And apparently I'm not moving fast enough for the muffled bitch. Well, uh, certain taskmasters do like to crack the whip, I found. But uh, that's... Uh, that's uh, mighty unfortunate. You got yourself uh, got yourself someone who's quite the dreamer if they can do this to you in the material. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's being, uh, you know, being one of the illuminated, it's, um, you know, the, 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 pre- the, the pretty up on high. And, uh, you know, despite having worked directly with, you know, the Savior Nihali Hotep, you know, not apparently I'm not in his good books, uh, despite being somebody he knows can get the job done. Well, you find that sometimes. Some days you're a cock of the walk, and next you're just uh, left on the sidewalk. It's unfortunate, but uh, you got to know how to roll with these things, I find. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I was going to pat him on the shoulder. It's like, but, you know, uh, if you don't want to come, you don't have to come. You fancy an adventure? You know, Rogar Martin style. I'm saying we, uh, we, kick, you know, we, we, we kick this thing off, um, and you know, let's, let's go get this. Let's go get this high. It seems important to the cause. 
Hmm. Well, uh, I can't say I've got too much going on here. I asked a few people around town if they could uh, craft a few things for me, do a little bit of masonry work, but that won't be done for a while, it seems. So, uh, I suppose I could tag along. What, what is this heart you're talking about? What's so important about it? Um, does Rogar know the answer to this question? I don't know. Do you know the answer to this question? <laughs> I don't actually know why it's important. I just kind of know he wants. I just know that he wants it. Mm. Uh, I don't think he's told you specifically why he wants it. He just told you to get him the heart of the Titan King. Yeah, that's exactly it. So, um, <laughs> that's a, um, you know what, Martin? I have absolutely no fucking idea. Apparently, he wants the heart of the Titan King, and I'm not to allow these um, descendants have it. So, uh, you know, just. From the dreams and stuff that I've had going on here, there, and everywhere, you know, at the end of the day, we infiltrate the Orc and Knoll camp, get the information we can, get out, go up the mountain, take the heart, and then, you know, I, I, you know, our feet are, our feet are at the table, so to speak. We are, we are on the way to great unknown powers. Hmm, well, I can certainly get behind that. Um, okay, so I'm just curious, I suppose. I've never heard of a Titan King, and uh, I certainly don't know anything about a heart, though if this Melkarak wants it, I have to assume it is some sort of powerful relic or artifact of some description. Would make sense. Yeah, just just, just on that note, I'm just going to pull out Eclipse, wow, and I'm going to ask him about the heart of the Titan King, because hopefully it's a legendary item. <laughs> so, you, uh, I think it takes 10 minutes to cast this spell, so you uh, make yourself comfortable. So I do the cool thing, and then I realize, oh shit, this takes a while. Martin, Jeff, <laughs> take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, uh, you cast the spell, uh, Legend Lore, our fun little spell. And just give me a moment, because I need to open a few things. Woo! I did something right. <laughs> you remembered you had a thing. Well done. <laughs> Guys, I have a thing. Yeah, I remembered it was there. <laughs> and how to use it. So, legend lore. Uh, name or describe a person, place, or object, and the spell will bring to your mind a brief summary of the significant lore about the thing you named. The lore might consist of current tales, forgotten stories, or even secret lore that has never been widely known. And I'll... Uh, Save you the suspense here. The heart of the Titan King is indeed a legendary item. Yeah. So, Rogar, as you kind of go into this trance holding uh, Eclipse within your hands, and uh, Jess and Martin listening on as you begin to rattle off information that you did not know before this moment. The heart of the Titan King is the heart of the great giant Othrin. It was said that his heart was linked to the elemental plane of Earth. He was truly blessed by the spirits of that realm. He could draw upon their great power to do magnificent works. When he died, it is said that his heart was removed and enshrined, as it still contained a portion of that power. The location of the heart fell into myth and legend, as no one is quite certain where Othrin's final resting place was. Though there are many rumours, and many have gone hunting for the heart since his demise, 
Not a single soul has ever returned successfully seeing it. Hmm. So, and before before you freak out, we have a map. Mm, okay. Well, uh, a map would certainly help, I suppose. <laughs> Else we're going to be wandering around in the cold for a long time. Yep. And you know what? I'll make things even better for you, my friend. We need to go upstairs and get the said map and put it in the church. Hmm. Okay. We'll lead on then. And uh, <laughs> a group of you head up, and I assume probably grab a few other just general people to help you move this massive uh, sheet of glass from uh, <laughs> high yeah, up in yeah. the uh, in the fortress out to the temple. Some of the known initiated. Hmm. Wink, wink. He's <laughs> a yes. good friend to you. Who is mine? Mm-hmm. I'm sure he is, but I also promised to bring his god onto this plane. So, yeah, nice. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Roundabouts there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> debt's coming due eventually. <laughs> um, yeah. So, speaking of known initiatives, your uh, two missionaries also head out this morning, Rogar. They're going on their own little quests, as you requested of them. One off to Bloodhome to see some of the other people you brought into the fold, and the other heading off, actually, with the traders to go to the uh, closest major cities and seeing what he can bring back. Okay. And, uh, yeah, well, with the map safely relocated, is there anything else you guys need to do before saying goodbye to Blackfrost Fortress and leaving it in, hopefully, capable hands? I just want to point out that, um, since we are going to the Null Camp, and Jess's whole, like, you know, revenge thing is about getting at the Nulls, I'm going to bring her along. You're going to bring Jess. As long as you can... She's 100% sure she's not going to freak out and give us all away. Well, I'll double-check that with her. <laughs> yeah, you might want to <laughs> yeah, do that. Too. Fine. I'll, let, I'll ask her. I'll what? ask her if she, if she wants to come, but yeah. I'll ask, her in, I'll ask her while we're at the church before we head out to meet you guys. Because she can either stay and help in the church and around the place, or she mm. comes with Okay. Um, well, as you're talking about it with her, um, what are you trying to get, Rogar? Do you want her to come with you, or do you prefer her to stay in the church? Because I'm going to make you a role for which successful outcome could try to sway her, or do you want to try to scare her, essentially, to staying behind? Because if you start talking about the Null Camp, she will like perk up, but you can see that she is quite unsure, because she's only had like a few, at this point, what, weeks of training. She knows how to hold a sword at this point, but she's not exactly, like, uh, kitted out and uh, ready for knoll hunting. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of why I, I, I want to try and convince her. Though, I did have it in my mind that I would just, that I'd bring along and that, you know, maybe she'd turn out to be, like, a bit of a badass. She hasn't been doing any of this long enough to really be a badass. And, you know, we'll probably piss herself at the first opportunity um being that she's a young girl and these are horrible bloodthirsty wolf demons um so i'm more trying to i'm trying to dis, you know dissuade is dissuade a word yeah mm-hmm. dissuade dissuade her from coming yes. but you'll be you'll be you're being fully honest with her which is yeah of course is, i am yeah i don't i don't i don't I, you know if she if she genuinely has it in her head that she wants to come and she's desperate to come I'll take her and try and keep her alive. If she doesn't want to come, you know, after hearing that, we can get revenge later. Yeah. Um, what I'll say then is um, do me a persuasion. And the persuasion is she she kind of does understand that 
she's not really a match for the Knowles. What you're going to try to persuade her is more around staying here, keeping up with her training, and maybe getting um, tutelage from Lysandra. Yes, yes. Question, do I have disadvantage on this charisma roll? Um, you would do, yes. Though, I'll say this, because you have spent time growing a bit of an affinity with Jess. She is not as... She's not really horrified by your visage as much as most are, you notice, especially okay. after some of the events she's been through. So I'll say you can roll it straight. Okay. That's a natural nat one. one. Wow. A natural one. Um, I mean, she nods along and just mutters her agreements. And as far as you're concerned, you've convinced her to do what you want. Bollocks. <laughs> well, do, do, do you know what? Let's, uh, let's just, just hold this for a moment. That, that just for once, just for once, Rogar decided to do the right thing, <laughs> and, and we, we 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 convinced him that 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 the right thing was was the best thing to do, and he agreed with us. I'd just like to hold that, and it doesn't really matter what the outcome is because I'm um, I'm proud of us all this moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! Um, so yeah, well, I've tried. Uh, that probably means that I think she's staying, but she's actually going to sneak out from somewhere when we least expect it. Boom. <laughs> well, as long as she saves her ass and doesn't sneak out up here and then immediately die, you know. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I, I, uh, a 13-year-old girl against full-grown dolls. And fine, you know, she, we, 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 she's, it's, she's, yeah, we taught her how to use like a, a rapier and stuff. I mean, yeah, we're she's just got gonna, a, she has a short sword. Yeah, we'll, ju <laughs> we'll just hope it's Game of Thrones logic where 13 year old girls can take on fully grown, um, Exa exactly, yeah, exactly. exactly. She's just, 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 just the Aria effect. It's fine, she'll become hmm. a fan favorite and she'll survive longer than she probably should have. <laughs> mm. uh, I can't wait for the moment where Jess kills Melkrak on top of a mountain. Just great. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you leave her any like parting gifts? Because I I have a memory that you wanted to give her an item or something, but I don't quite remember if you uh, had settled on anything. Um. To be fair, I don't think I had settled on anything either. Um. Tail meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna give a tail meat. And it's just, it seems like a Rogar thing to do. It's like here you are. <laughs> Grow up big and strong. Lots of protein. <laughs> uh, let's see what I've got in me bag. Let's see what I've got in me bag. Yeah, she ain't gonna be able to carry no spear. Let's put it that way. Ah, yeah, that was one thing I thought about. Um, but I don't know if it'll be too big for her. I have a chain shirt. Uh, okay. Which which gives plus one to AC. Oh, so there's a change to your plus one. Yeah. That's oh, okay. What, so it's that's, what, that's what Tommy's wearing. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't give it to you. No, I know. I've already got one. But <laughs> yeah. um, I'm, just, I'm just saying, just saying that's pretty pretty good stuff. That's all. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just as a, just because, you know, it's, it's like when, um, you know, Bilbo gives Frodo the mithril. Um, yeah. You know, apart from she's way cooler than Frodo because Frodo sucks ass. Um, so I, I, I want to to present her with that as a passing gift. Okay, I mean she happily takes that, and when she puts it on, uh, interestingly, as always with magical items, when she like dons it, it fits better than you thought it would. Seems to shrink a little bit in places, so it's not like just swamping her. Cool. 
Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. I think that's quite a nice thing to give somebody. It's quite a powerful thing to give somebody. Not bad to give to an NPC, no. Exactly. Well, that's it. And you know, NPC, and you know, may, maybe, maybe one day it'll save a life. Who knows? It's not very bad. He is very generous with 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 stuff he can't use. I mean, it's which, but it's good. He gives it to NPCs, and sometimes they live, and sometimes they die, and sometimes it's really helpful. And sometimes yeah. they betray you. There is that. What? <laughs> 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 that was one time. Yeah. Sometimes they just disappear off into the ether. <laughs> but, but hey, more, and come back more, and try and kill you. More yeah. often than not, when you when you give stuff to people, it's useful. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. I was very pleased with that dust of disappearance that he gave me. It's very yeah. useful. And I've got a shield, which R4. I still owe him for. R four is happy with his shield. We're going to have to get a lot of shields for someone who doesn't wield shields. <laughs> yeah, I do. I've got, you know, I just, I just accumulate stuff. <laughs> I accumulate stuff, but the stuff I accumulate is like random guard helmets. You know, it was, I've it was, got it was, some whiskey. Hey, that's pretty good. What, what you've been holding out on us, Sophia? <laughs> in the bag of holding, dude. Give me the fucking whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, give, me, give me the fucking whiskey. Right, I have one. Okay, I'll give you one of the bottles of scotch then. Nice. Now I have two bottles left. What? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking old out. Can I, can, I, can I just say, while I was going through the uh, the forge, I have blacksmith tools. Me can too. I leave them, can I leave them there? Sure. For these guys to use, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm putting that down. <laughs> forge. Actually, I I have armor that I could just drop. Yeah, I've if got. You, uh, if you're randomly carrying armor, we might as well drop it for. Yeah, you know, I'm, 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 I've got a long sword and a shield which could go into the into the pile. Um, I'd give most of mine away. <laughs> I um, have um, armor and great sword from Reinhold. Oh, oh, that's like full plate as well. Yeah, Emric, if he's not wearing full plate, may be able to wear that. Uh, Emric is wearing full plate. Um, your new guard captain Andrew isn't though. If you want to give it to oh, him, hey, that's, that, that would do. It might need a bit of work to get it to fit from the, by the blacksmith, but yeah. Fair mm. enough. I'm deleting that, and I've given that to Andrew. Okay. Tasty bit of full plate. I've got some claws of uh, two mantic claws. Anyone? No. Okay. Hang, hang on, hang on to it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we we generally keep trophies of everything we kill, just in case we. I don't know. Right. So See, I've, I've I've still got the uh, the one remaining eye from the uh for, 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 from an ogre. I've got mego arms. I've got all kinds of stuff. I've got a claw from Ankeg. I've, I've, I've got I've got the Gorgon horn. You see, see, the thing is right. I, I don't know if anybody else played Fable, all right. But um, but in Fable, when you killed a creature, you could you yep. get a trophy off it, and you could hold it up to the crowd to get their adoration and stuff, and like to um to get yourself more um more more loved by people, and then you could go and like marry the villagers and then cheat on them and stuff, right? Yeah. So so ever ever since that. I just have a thing that I should probably collect a trophy from everything that I kill that's useful. Just in case, you know, later down the line, I need to prove how awesome I am. <laughs> Check out this Gorgon horn, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you, um, as you're uh, depositing things, you see Andrew uh, putting on the, uh, the black plate of Reinhold. He looks far more badass with that on. <laughs> <laughs> you see his kind of goofy looking face sticking out of the fleet, uh, the uh, face plate, which kind of offsets the incredibly intimidating look otherwise, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> if he keeps yeah. that down, it'll be good. 
glad I lugged that around. We've been lugging a lot of shit around, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, let's yeah. yeah. Probably a good thing to get rid of some of it now. Mm. Okay. So, are we uh, affairs all in order? Is it time to head out? Yes. I suppose so. Mm. Can't put it off forever. So, you say your goodbyes, maybe you have a quick bit of breakfast in the uh, Handrel Tavern, say goodbye to the uh, the local townsfolk that you've uh, adopted into your home and head off from Black Frost Fortress, because you've got a bit of a trek ahead of you. You know, it's, it's four days travel by foot, and you know the enemy you're chasing, Fate Weaver Disorn, has about a three-day head start at this point. And you're not entirely certain what you're going to find, but you have both the map of the area with Jules's notes, and you have the intelligence sketches that tell you roughly what this uh, camp looks like and some details around it, what their defenses are, what sort of strange creatures may be residing within, and some of the the recent goings-on from at least a few weeks back. And, yeah, I mean, it is a... Not too difficult to trek across the plains. You're not going through heavy wilderness and forest anymore. You're not trying to scale the mountains that you can see along the horizon. This is probably one of the easier journeys you guys have ever made, at least one of the easier ones that didn't have a uh, direct road. And yeah, for four days, the group of you travel with both R4 and Martin in tow. Okay. And we'll, uh, we'll roll forward time a little bit. Things are going worryingly well so far. <laughs> yeah, well, one of the pleasant things about the plains is you can kind of see enemies coming, and anything that looked a bit uh, too untoward, maybe you dodge out the way of, but generally, it's actually all quite quiet. Almost too quiet, especially with that eerie black star still hanging in the sky, only properly visible during the daytime, but even at night, you know it's there. It doesn't seem to move or change position, which is incredibly uh, disorienting and just frankly unnerving, but you don't have any more chaos erupt like you did at your own home from it seems just content to hang overhead. You have no unusual dreams, no strangeness coming upon any of you as you finally get within sight of the Shimmering River camp. And just to fill a bit of background in here, so something that you would have learned just from talking to the Millshire people earlier, but we'll kind of do a little bit of a refresh. But you see, the Shimmering River was named as such because it once brought gold down from the ancient mines within the crown of the world mountains. Though it's no longer a source of wealth, the clean waters that provided a natural point of beauty have, unfortunately, now that you're getting closer, they've been fouled beyond recognition. Seems whatever dark rites the gnolls have been performing, whatever ritualistic murders and demonic summonings they've been acting upon have just polluted this river. Occasionally, you'll see body parts wash up on the banks, and these once clear waters now run with a constant rusty red taint. As you approach the distant war camp, it's plain to see the impact that these creatures have had on the surrounding area. You can see that as you're getting closer, the river gets darker and darker, tinged with seemingly a near constant flow of blood. You're careful not to start getting too close, lest you fall in and are swept away by the current. You spy those human remains again, becoming more and more frequent as you get closer. A finger 
an ear, some broken bones and shattered teeth. They all go floating by as you do your best not to lose your breakfast. While keeping your distance from the guarded entrance gates, you get a clear view of the interior watchtowers, manned with orcs armed with ranged weaponry. Exterior guard patrols are each patrolling in groups of four. Two orcs and two large, vicious-looking wargs. You get close enough as well to see a fresh batch of dark iron cages on wagons being brought by a pack of blood-stained gnolls up to the main gate of the camp and they're being ushered in by those on watch there. The screams and cries of the prisoners are audible even at this distance, especially someone like Tommy who's uh, quite perceptive. You can just pick that up on the breeze. Welcome to the Shivering River War Camp. What a warm welcome it is. Yeah. Hmm, I assume we're in covering in, like some kind of trees or something like that for now. You're using the natural terrain, I would assume, like the little cliff faces, bits of snow banks. Like it's not been too frosty on this trip because you're still a, a decent distance from the mountains, but you can use natural terrain like that. There's the odd outcropping of trees that you can try stick to on occasion, but uh, yeah. You're, you're far enough away not to have been noticed yet. You've not done your full approach. I assume there's a lot of noise and stuff coming from the camp. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's noise. There's smoke. You can see there must be some large bonfires set inside. It's a, a fully active and staffed war camp. Okay. I mean, on the outside as well, you can see these patrols just doing sweeps of different areas, kind of checking to see if they find anyone. But you're far enough away from them that you're, they're not likely to see you just yet. Right, we're uh, we're getting pretty close now. So, uh, what's the play? Do you want me to do a bit of bit of sneaking about, see if I can uh, scout the place a little bit more? Or uh... to be fair, yeah. To to to. I mean, obviously, the plan is to try and get in, you know, relatively unseen almost. So, I mean, as far as Rogar sees it, it's you know, Tommy's play is scout the place out, look for a way in, and you know change ourselves to look the part and you know let's do it yeah i mean here's the thing we don't want to none of us maybe sonora but none of us really are any good at bluffing our way in so what we want to do is try and see if we can get over a wall find a find a weak spot get inside without being questioned really i mean i don't know i don't know how your uh how your knowledge but uh i wouldn't want to uh wouldn't want to test it against one of them what, what time is it? At the moment, you're kind of early on, on the fourth day. Oh, shit. Just so I know, um, are any of you wearing the Helm of Comprehending Languages? I am indeed. Okay, remember, you can use an action to cast that spell. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was thinking I might I might do that um, as I get close to see if I can overhear some stuff. So while I can't comprehend it, I can't speak, Noel. I so. have Comprehend Languages also, but I can't speak. No, we, 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 we can understand so, so my, my idea is yeah to get to get a bit closer see if i can overhear some of the sentries or or kind of more information more about what's going on as well as seeing things you know if if that if that works out i don't i what i really don't want to be do is be seen and alert them so if i can't get close enough to hear stuff i won't yet uh, mm -hmm. i'm just looking just looking for a looking for kind of how well guarded how i mean <laughs> My my feeling is they're probably not. They're probably going to have some sentries, but they're a bit bit of disorganised bunch. Maybe the orcs will be better at it than the gnolls, but also they're not exactly planning to get attacked here. 
Yeah, there yeah. doesn't seem to be any real any real like military threat anywhere nearby that could worry them. So I, I I'm hoping they're on a little bit more lax, but we'll see. I really so, wish it was darker so you could go scout. Well, I mean, I can. What I can do is I can I can move around a little bit to try and get some views. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're up. We, we can look down on it if I can find somewhere to kind of to scope it out from range. I mean, I can use my um use my rifle scope to kind of get a little bit of magnification on it and just see see what I can see from a distance up. But I'd also while I'm shimming around on rocks and stuff, I don't want to be spotted by anyone. So. Yeah, I mean, Tommy, if you want to take the lead here and split off from the party, you can try approach one of these um, roaming patrols and see, get a better look at what you're dealing with. Yeah, let's um, let's do a, a good old stealth check and see how well we do. Hmm. A 27. 27, okay. So, Tommy, I mean, you instruct everyone to kind of stay back as you go uh, full stealth mode, wrap the uh, Cloak of Elden kind around you and head off towards one of the closer patrols. You spy a outcropping of rock which kind of leads off into a bit of a ridge that should give you a, a decent view without being too obvious, giving you a good chance of avoiding detection. As you sneak closer, you get a, a good look at this patrol. Uh, at this patrol, you're, in, you're able to get quite close, in fact, without them noticing you. And you see two large Wargs, these wolf-like creatures with their... You could describe them as having a slightly more intelligent look to the eyes than their standard wolf. They are evil predators that delight in hunting and devouring. You'll have heard of them before as tales not to go wandering off into the forest alone. They're quite common around goblins and orcs, so you're not surprised to see them with this particular band. And following the two wargs that seem to be doing their sort of main patrolling and sniffing the air and just making sure nothing's approaching the camp, you see two orcs. And with that stealth roll, you're able to get close enough to get a decent look at them. They're both sort of dressed as kind of standard hide armor, standard looking... um, or these basic-looking uh, great axes and javelins, similar to the ones you saw with Fate Weaver to Sorn. And you notice that they have the same markings of Clan Ogresh on their armor, that skull with the lightning. One thing you do notice that's different about these orcs is that both of them are carrying horns that you would guess is probably used to sound an alarm. You notice from how they're moving and how they're interacting, these guys are... Though maybe not expecting an attack, they are organized enough to be on guard regardless. And, I mean, if you want to wait as they get closer, you might be able to overhear anything that they say. It's up to you. Yeah, I'll give it a try. I'll I'll cast Comprehend Languages. As they're kind of trudging through the snow, the wargs are staying as silent as they can. But the orcs, though doing their job, are starting to chat a little bit amongst themselves. <laughs> Do you see old Desorn came back with his tail between his legs the other day? <laughs> well, he looked in a right fury. Ain't seen him come out of his home since. Just staying up there with all the dead. <laughs> and the other one turns back and just goes, Hey, you be quiet. Like, here he is, things. He's got them 
undead monsters roaming around. You never know when he's hidden in here somewhere or something's spying on you from underneath. You don't want to get on his bad side. Or you're just going to end up a corpse shambling around after him. I, 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 I'll be quiet. I'll be quiet. Don't, don't you worry about me. I'm not, not looking to end up dead. And they kind of start passing by you, Tommy. Do you take any action as they're getting closer, or are you just going to let them pass? I'm just going to let them pass and just keep listening in to see if anything. Uh, yeah, uh, um, yeah. I think, I think maybe I'll, I'll just, I'll just stay stealthy at where I am because I don't want to try and move in front of them and alert them. Okay, so you kind of hold still as uh, a little bit of snow begins to fall down on you in this early morning, and eventually the orc patrol passes, and you feel confident that you could move now without alerting anyone. Great, great. Um, see, so yeah, I want to see if I can get a bit of a look at the um, the layout of the defenses. Make sure it's kind of it's, it's it's as we expected on the map. See if there's any kind of concentrations of or anything that's changed since. Okay. Do you do me another stealth if you're going to try to get actually close to the camp? Um, I mean, is, is there anywhere up high I can kind of view it from? I will, I will do another stealth anyway, but I'm just wondering if I should. You could make your way up to a hill that's not too far away, but um, you'd only get very like glancing images. Okay, so. I'll, I'll I'll move up a little bit closer then. I've got a 31 for that stealth roll. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll move up a bit closer and I'll, I'll kind of try and maybe scout the perimeter and see if I can. Um, spot like anything's anything that's obvious that's changed and maybe while i'm there anything that's what might present us with a um a way in yeah so as you draw closer to the camp keeping a, a safe distance from any other passing orc patrols you finally get up close and you see that these um thick wooden walls are set up all around the camp you can hear plenty of commotion going on inside, but the defenses are pretty much as you expected. You can see a few watchtowers are set up, and you see some orcs on top of these towers. You do notice that most of the defenses seem to be from the orc side of the camp. Whether the gnolls aren't organized enough or simply don't care, you're not certain. But as you're kind of going around and uh, getting a good look, this, this place looks pretty accurate as compared to the maps. You can see that where the river intersects with the camp and sort of divides the camp into two sections, the orc section and the knoll section, that wouldn't be a bad place to try sneak in. Though it is overlooked by a watchtower with uh, sufficient stealth or maybe cover of darkness, you could make your way in and maybe execute the plan that you intended to go with. As you're kind of doing a bit of a patrol, you do spy the entrance to the camp you see a few orcs are on guard there, just as another wagon carrying these big black iron cages with just regular people inside who look emaciated, beaten, bruised and bloody. They're surrounded by gnolls and you see at the front of this little group that's approaching the largest gnoll you have ever seen. This thing is a good head and shoulders larger than Rogar. This thing is more akin to a troll. Maybe it's got some giant blood in it or something. It snarls at the gnolls, and you see it's clearly in charge of this group as they start pushing the wagons through the doors. One of the orcs kind of gives this giant gnoll a bit of a sideways glance and maybe mutters something, but you can't quite pick it out. Just as the larger gnoll reaches out lightning fast and grabs him by the throat 
and you see the, all the other orcs pull their weapons out, grabbing their great axes, just as the larger knoll kind of laughs darkly to itself and lets the orc go. But you see a, a hunger in this creature's eyes. It's, there is open animosity here, and the gnolls are vicious. They are... No, maybe not all gnolls are this way, but this particular group, whether they are closer to their demonic origins or not, perhaps that's what's tipping the balance. But there seems to be a lot of uh, barely concealed anger between the two groups. Right. Uh, Take all that in, and yeah, Tommy's going to mutter to himself that, yeah, what an absolute fucking unit that guy is. (laughs) Right. Well, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of feeling, yeah, okay. We, we've got a way in. Obviously, we don't want to go through the main entrance. If we had, if we had a bit more, um, we're a slightly more charismatic party. We might be able to bluff our way in that way. But I think we'll have to go for the, um, the sneaky, sneaky approach. Maybe under cover of darkness. We might have to wait till tonight. I'm also thinking the, um, yeah, that I'm relieved in a sense that the level of animosity between the two factions is as as kind of high as I expected it to be really so it, it does does seem like a bit of a, a tinderbox just waiting for a spark so we shouldn't have too much difficulty kicking things off unless we get rumbled early uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of take take my information I don't know if it's worth if it's worth listening in to anybody else I mean it's, it's also useful knowledge about um, the fate weaver hasn't kind of well, he might be still raising an army as it were that's a pun um, <laughs> uh, to come back and attack us, but um, he's not—he's not on his way yet. So that's also good news. So I think I—I I can't think of anything else particularly I want to find out now on this on this movement. Although I can always do a bit more scouting, maybe as it gets darker if we need to. I think I'll come back armed with that information and sort of relay it back to um, the rest of the party. So, what is the plan then? So as Tommy makes his way back and relates all that information to the rest of you are we waiting for nightfall so i think the with the the original idea that that i had was that we um we, we we infiltrate and we try and get to the shrine on the orc side and we try and grab grab whatever's that you is like interesting or worth protecting that side and get it over the knoll side and then sort of start up the hue and cry that the knolls have nicked it if that doesn't work, or if we decide that's that's a bit too complex, then the other option I, I can see is we just try and kick off a kind of meets back on the menu kind of thing. We just just start a start a brawl, maybe dressed as orcs fighting gnolls, and see what happens. What do you guys think? Have you got? I, I think, but I do think we need to wait till nightfall. I don't think there's there's any point in the rest of us getting up and wandering over now, even if we are looking like orcs or gnolls. Yeah, yeah, definitely I got, nightfall. Yeah, I, I, I definitely uh, agree with the nightfall. And I'm thinking, you know, I, I also think probably your best idea is this mass brawl between the two sides is what we've got to try and play on here. Yeah. Um, now, whether that's being dressed as orcs and going after the big guy that you just saw, I mean, I, uh, clearly he's out for blood. So, you know... Yeah, he, to me, he seems like the uh, the kind of person that you could uh, incite rage in quite quickly. True. 
I'll um I'll say this actually if uh, Tommy's giving a description of the knoll he saw Rogar having seen a particularly large knoll a few times you would place money on that being Beroth okay so I'll let them know that I think that's who that is or well, was he the one that was leading um those knoll raids yes as far as I well it wasn't leading them was the was he but he was the one that we took they were talking about yeah yeah they uh, the fuck off one yeah. scared of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bereth was like the um, the raid leader, but there seemed to be another knoll that they were scared of as well. Maybe as Bereth's leader, you're not sure. Yeah. Alright. Well, I mean, what we want is we want it so... It, uh, I mean, the, the, re- the reason for the shrine thing... Yeah, I'll say this, Tommy. The reason for the uh, shrine thing is that you know when... Uh, it's one of them things... Like, if, if someone smacks your mate in the pub, right... You're gonna, you know, you're gonna get pissed off and you're gonna have a bit of a Barney, but probably it's gonna get calmed down by the bosses and it's all gonna get, you know, coppers gonna come in or whatever and make it all calm down, right? But if someone nicks something that's important to you, like a symbol, like I don't know, your sports fans, like somebody from the, uh, you, the the team you absolutely fucking despise, well they got one of your jerseys off your off your lads, right? You're gonna fucking lynch them, aren't you? If you get hold of them. That is that's dishonor, disrespect. That goes much more, much worse than someone hitting one of your mates, someone killing one of your mates. Even it's that is, I don't know. I feel like whatever's in that shrine thing, if we can get the gnolls desecrating it or I don't know, just just treating it like dirt, then you're gonna you're gonna kick off something that that even the bosses, even anyone with a level head's not gonna be able to stop. That's gonna be a fucking Fucking right. Fucking fireball it. What, fireball it? Yeah, but you've got to make it look like it's the gnolls, not like somebody who can cast fireball. Who says the gnolls can't cast fireball? <laughs> I don't know. I've not asked them, but can gnolls cast fireball? I mean, I guess if you get a gnoll sorcerer or a gnoll wizard, but uh, not seen one of them. Or, I mean, you could you could cast fireball and make it look like it was an arson attack. I don't know. Mm. I, 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 my, my, my first thought is to at least scope that place out if we can and see what see if we can do something with it and if, if we not, can't and yeah. if, if we can't then we can't and if we if if it just seems like the you know what the best bet is getting a scrap or we get rumbled the, the only thing is then do we want to all go as orcs do we want to go part orc part null or what do we want to do I think half and half is probably the safest you think yeah as long Split as we know who... Have... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but but we, the thing we're is, all, we can start attacking place. each other if we Yeah, if, if the worst comes to it, yeah. We could do. I mean, if, if you steal something from one side and then we could pretend to be the outraged pee on the other side and start a brawl. Could work. Mm, could work. Can't. Don't have to wait for them to actually find out that we stole something. I mean, this this is this is my my kind of yeah ideas going in. It could be that another opportunity presents itself when we're in there. It could be that 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 one doesn't. We have to engineer one in a different way. I don't know. Mm. As you say, could just lob a fireball, or you could you could just yeah literally just start slapping the big guy and see what happens. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know. We could we could we could we could, uh, we could all dress up as. Um, yeah, just just a bunch of us dressed as gnolls just come in and go and take a piss on the um, orcs yeah. shrine, you know. 
all, all these things. We'll see what's what's the easiest, what's the best option, and um, out of character, we'll find out whether Hell Knight Karnak just rocks up in the middle of it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's 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 do that. Should we should we should we split in two groups then? I'll, I'll be an orc. Right. Why is that? What do you mean? Why is that? Why would you prefer to be an orc? He's more built like an orc, I guess. Yeah, because like you know, larger than most of you, and so larger yeah. than most of you, it just kind of you know, bit easier for me to be in that shape than you know, cramped up. You know, <laughs> you no. Know, just, Actually, just... to be fair, if they touch you, they they'll go that's right that's through that's you. Or... Fairly big, fairly big yeah. and solid. If he's a if he's an orc, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, yeah exactly. He, he doesn't have to modify his stance very much. I mean, so 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 whether whether or not I go with Rogar, or whether Rogar goes with Solara because she she's probably the one that needs the most protection in a straight up fight, or whether Sophia would rather stay close to Solara. It's up to you, Sophia. Would you rather stay? What close are we doing to Solara? with R four? I'm I'm thinking we literally where we are now is pretty safe. We leave R four with the Sending Stone. Okay, so there's. I can also do the um. I can also make him come as well. With I've got the horn, haven't I? The, the oh way. yeah. Um, I can blow if I need him to to run in. So he might be a bit behind, but um, if we need him, he can kind of come in, give us a hand. But I don't think I I think he moves like a metal man. I think it might be a bit obvious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Martin, maybe with Solara. Martin, Solara, and me, and you, and me and Sophia. Oh, I'm, no. only th- I'm only thinking that because Martin's bigger than I am. He is. Yeah. Again, you're, in the, you're in the same problem, so you know. And if you want us, I, I, I Tommy, right? So Tommy kind of wants to be on the side with the shrine, which makes more sense for Tommy to be an orc. Yes. So Plus, you're the sneaky, leave, sneaky one. Yeah, that would leave. Yeah, that would leave Sophia and Solara on the side of Knowles. Yeah, I think. I think. I think. Let's. Let's. Let's do me and me and Rogar, and Martin can try and just be a big knoll. Or leave Mar- or leave Martin with uh, R four, and they can come in as the cav if we need them. Come in, come in as the cavalry as we need him, plus spellcaster. Just to um, remind you guys, you may want to relook at how big the camp is on the map. Pretty I'm big. Looking at it. Have them, yeah. When you're saying to have them come in, that's going to be quite difficult. Yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, I guess. Unless you're trying to uh, get them to hide close by and climb over the walls, which would also be quite difficult. Neither of them can fly or anything. Um, but Dwayne can. Dwayne can. <laughs> let's leave him with Dwayne. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, I can. I can do that. Yeah. Let's, let, let's kind of kind of leave. If we're going under cover of darkness, we can probably get them a bit closer than where we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll leave them with Dwayne to and one of the. Um, I, I can either alert them. The sending stone. You, well, I mean, you you can just tell Dwayne. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave the sending stone in case we do, we want to send a message specifically. Not like charging now. It's more of a kind yeah. of yeah. We're we're gonna spend the night here or something. I don't hope we don't. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We can let them know to maybe get get a bit further away or something because dawn's coming. Right. That seems like a plan. Okay. I'm going to start casting a spell. Okay. Because I have to to get Dwayne. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll all settle in. I think Tommy will probably sit up with his scope and do some scouting. Make sure none of the patrols come anywhere near where we are. And yeah, 
that we'll, we'll, we'll wait until um, till cover of night, and then we'll move. Then can, can I just ask while while we're waiting? Yep. Yep. Uh, what, what's up, cast my spell? Can I just ask Eclipse a question? Of course you can. It's been right. four days since your last one, so. <laughs> oh no, no, it's nothing, nothing quite like that. Oh, okay. I just, I just want to know if it comes down to it, and there's a fight between when when there is a fight between me and Karnak, can I wheel you or not? Because I don't want to try and then fail. <laughs> Smart. So I might as well ask him. <laughs> yeah. After a, a little bit of silence greets you initially, you do eventually hear Eclipse's voice in your head. While I remain in your possession, it seems fitting that you wield me in this contest. Okay, that's cool. I was just checking. That's good news, isn't it? Yeah, that's 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 good news to be fair, and uh, you know, but cool. Can I just just check you? You moved well enough away from the rest of us before you asked that question. I, I thought I could ask it like telepathically. Oh yeah, yeah, I guess you can. Yeah. That's fine then. I just wanted to to, to, to make sure. Everyone was like, by the way, when my um <laughs> when my plan goes off that everyone else doesn't know about. <laughs> Out of character, um, yeah. casting augury would that help? What does it do? Uh, that's is that is that wheel or woe, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Give it a try. But what would I ask? This spe- what specific question would I ask? You could ask Clembor whether he thinks our plan is sound. Whether it, whether, <laughs> whether, it, whether, whether it will produce favourable or unfavourable results for us. It has to be a yes or a no question, doesn't it? It has to be a wheel or a woe question, which is a yes or a no. Yeah. Uh. You know, I could go one further and cast divination and just ask my god whether this is going to work he'd be like what the fuck are you doing get back to get in the fucking heart <laughs> <laughs> yeah I suppose this is on the way but <laughs> I just I mean, stopped I... off for a jolly I can try it you could try it we've not done, we've not done it before yeah that's what I thought I mean it takes a minute it's, it uses a level 2, two spell, spell though, slot but, but it, it's you know, if, if if you get woe, then maybe we'll rethink what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I will cast that spell asking whether or not our plan will produce good or bad results. Okay. Um, I believe this takes tokens worth up to 25 gold pieces. So for the sake of it, just mark off 25 gold from your okay. inventory. You sit down and you begin to cast your divination ritual and as you do so you close your eyes and you feel this cloak of divine energy kind of fall upon your shoulders and wrap around you and out of the darkness in your mind as you stare out focusing on this question you see two skeletal hands appear both with their fists clenched, and you ask whether your plan is a sound one. One hand slowly opens its bony fingers, and you see the word wheel written on a scrap of paper, and then the other hand begins to open, and you see woe written on the other scrap of paper, and the spell ends. Fucking hell. It's kind of a maybe, Tommy. Well, that was a level two spell thought wasted. Uh, um, no, I mean, it, we, we now know that it's not a bad plan. <laughs> there are some good bits to it. 
it's not it's not it's not it's unclear whether it will produce favorable results which means it's not like doomed to failure i mean if they did nothing then it'd be not especially good or bad so i guess it will it will yeah it's it's what what it is it's, it's not a no i mean to be fair so, what could cooks and say <laughs> i mean uh, well he could he could, he could if he it could, was something dire he could tell us woe basically what yeah. i was what we were asking for was not really wheel it was woe it was is this doomed to failure are we mm. going to are we going to fuck up massively on this plan and the answer was no you're not going to fuck up massively <laughs> So, <laughs> but you, but you, you you might, but that's on you. <laughs> yeah. The 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 fates are, are undecided about your future, which yeah. But it's the first time we've done it, so it's interesting to, to try yeah. it. I mean, I mean, I, I, I yeah. The, the, it's a good the, time to use it. The, the, the skeleton hands was a nice touch. I was kind of expecting one of them just to give you the thumbs up. Yeah, me too. <laughs> 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 Maybe next time. Thanks, Skeleton Jim. It's just, it's just, a, it's a, just the thumb, just going, just going, like teetering on both. Yeah. <laughs> one, one hand is the thumbs up, and the other one is the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but fuck off. <laughs> cool. Well, that's um, yeah, that's, I don't know. It's given me a little bit of confidence, not as much as I'd have hoped for. <laughs> but, but at least we don't have to completely rethink the plan. Nope, that's true. That's true. Or is it giving us false security? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, well, no, it hasn't. Because if it, if it had been wheel, I'd have been like, yeah, it would be fine. Um, yeah. All right. So, so I guess unless we've got anything else we want to do, I don't know. Uh, when? What? Uh, one sec. What does guidance do again? Uh, it gives you like um, I think a D four and a roll or something like that, or advantage or something. Uh, yeah, I can mean I could. I think it's a one D four added to a skill check. Yeah, I just think you, you, just because you can spam it, I just wondered if we. If, it's just if, one minute. It's just 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 a reminder we can do it. So I, I don't know if there's anything thing we need to do with a skill check before we go in, but yeah. Anyway. Only a minute though, so. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, I don't have anything else I want to do except just make sure that nothing comes across us before nightfall. That's also a minute. Mm. Why is everything? Well, the the, the the one thing you you could do is do continual flame on something if you wanted something on fire, and that will last forever. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't actually burn. It just produces light. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, it's not the best. I, I mean, mean, unless I put sanctuary on somebody. Ba- basically, the, the the use of it is if you are a party who can't see in the dark. And you're trapped in a cave, yeah, with no light. In which case, you just can cast continual flame on your sword or your shield, and it's always lit. And you'd have mm-hmm. to worry about carrying an extra torch, and the spell never ends, and you don't need concentration for it. It's just continual flame. Mm-hmm. I also want it to burn. I mean, the other thing you could do, I suppose, is this is level two spell, so it's, it's a bit useless for that kind of stuff. But the nice thing is, is the next day it will still be burning, and you'll have your level yes, two spell. Um, I don't know. The, the only thing I could think of is no, no. It's not really, we'd, I was just wondering if you wanted to do some kind of distraction outside. Well, I can put some of my animals to to work. Ooh, it's mm. not a bad, not a bad shout. Why don't you Why don't you get all your animals out, and they can they don't necessarily have to follow us in, but they can they can just hang back, make noises or, outside. Or, yeah, or go for yeah. Although 
on the other side of the camp to the side of the camp where our buddies are hiding with um, Dwayne. Yeah, can do. I don't know. Sure. It, it it might just might just kind of raise everyone. If you if you I don't know if you spawn like I don't, we'll see what you get. They could have a yeah, fight so outside I was the, the gate and all the um, you might see all the orcs and gnolls like betting on who's going to win or something. Especially if it's like a gorilla versus a fucking tiger or something. Who's going to win? Right, let's do, roll a d8. That's a five, which is Black Bear Yogi. Hey, that's Yogi's pretty big. Back. Yogi's back, and another d8. Seven, which is Shenzi, the giant hyena. Hey. Yeah, those those are two quite big things. I think they could. You've got you've got a third one as well if you want to yeah, get all three out. Just do it. All right, bloody hell. <laughs> oh, two Shenzis. So two two giant hyenas versus a black bear. Oh, that, that sounds like a decent scrap. <laughs> so so when we when 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 time comes, we'll send them over the other side of the camp, kick mm-hmm. up a. Have a, have a big fight just outside um hopefully draw a bunch of the um orcs and gnolls over that side to kind of have a look at what's going on and while we sneak in the back i mean could one of them one of the giant hyenas well is Dwayne gonna be able to carry both of the people with difficulty i'd say he'd be like essentially overburdened so he'd be moving at half speed half speed for Dwayne's not bad though is it yeah it's not too bad for flighting for him yeah yeah, I don't know if you could ride a black bear, but... Well, no, I was thinking a giant hyena. Yeah, or you could ride a giant hyena, I guess. If it, well, I'm assuming they're not all going to kill each other, that one of them's going to run off and you can kind of send him off and call him back later on. Yeah. God only knows. Fight to we'll the see. death, amuse me, pets. <laughs> mean, dude. Too you, mean. You, you kind of is, though, isn't it? I mean... Yeah, but I want them to play fight. <laughs> okay. Play fight? <laughs> Seriously, if they stood there play fighting, like these orcs and gnolls are just gonna eat. <laughs> well, they're going to be, try. No, you, you don't want you don't want them to kill each other though, because exactly. because they'll then then they'll just disappear and things will look a bit sus. Yeah, I want them to make a load of noise. Yeah, and then have them run away from each other or something. That'll do. Yeah. Cool. And um, last question: When is Solara casting seeming? How long does it last? I believe it's eight hours. So we'll get her to cast it before. How, I mean, how long? Do, how long will it take us to move up right up to the walls from where we are? Um, you could get there probably within an hour if you're being very careful and trying to avoid patrols and staying very still. <laughs> okay, if we if we if we move up slowly, then I guess we'll get her to cast it when we're in kind of visible range, like like when we're in fairly close range. So, it, so do you think, guys, or do you think we should she should cast it before we move out of this location? It limits us, but it takes an hour off, but it also still gives us seven hours. Seven hours has got to be long enough, surely. Yeah, well, sure. if, 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 if if we're in there for seven hours and we haven't been rumbled, we're fucking... We're, we're acting out of our asses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. We're going to get Solara can use her um, metamagic side of things, her sorcery points, to recast Seeming as well. Okay, so... Burn her. It'll basically burn her out on her top-end spell, but that's it. Okay, let's let's do that then. Let's let's get her to cast it before we move out of cover. Okay. And then and then we we, we well, at least at least when we're moving forward, we're 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 going to still try and keep out of sight. But if someone spots us, we just pretend we're like, I don't know, we're we're doing some, something slightly unauthorized. Okay. So who's who are being orcs again? So me and Rogar are orcs. 
Yep. And Sophia and Solara and Knowles. Okay. Wait a minute. Am I? I'm with Solara. Am I? Yes. yes. I, and you're stealthing with. Well, we're all we're all kind of moving up together. Yeah, we're but I mean, t- when you're going to go to the ancestral grounds. Well, no, I, I, we're not we're not going to stealth in together. I'll I'll stealth that bit if we need someone to stealth it. But we're 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 just going to wander around as dressed as orcs. I mean, we're not we're not going to hide once we're inside looking like them we're just not, yeah. not 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 gonna try and get somewhere where we're gonna get asked questions okay, we just kind of wander around as if we're on business you know that whole kind of thing if you ever wanted to if you were ever in like a menial job or something and you want like people not to bother you just head in some direction looking busy and people <laughs> get out of your way that kind of thing and a follow-up question tommy are you going with your original plan to look like wolfmaster joran the uh sniper who attacked you guys yeah i think you should I will. I'm more likely to get asked questions, though. Maybe so, but also more likely that you know, two random-looking orcs randomly show up, or you know, as a, I can understand if we were showing up as like a party, you know, and there was a few more than two, but you know, to show up as Joe Run, who they might recognise, and a other who you know, a straggler you picked up from another party, you know. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'm. I'm going to turn up as Wolfmaster Joran, but I want Solara to make him look battered and bandaged up, including across his mouth, as if he's <laughs> taken a kind of bloody wound to the mouth. So basically, if he gets asked any questions, he's going to be gesturing. Okay. Uh, she does her best to uh, recall what Wolfmaster Joran looked like and gives you a few uh, scratches and fresh-looking wounds and a bandage around your uh, lower jaw, trying to cover the mouth a little bit. So, so, so yeah, so I, don't, I won't sound like him, and I won't... Hopefully, if I have to talk, I'll be like, I was shot in the door. <laughs> I got so I had some dental pain, yeah? <laughs> and I, I just got a tooth taken out. Yeah. Fuckers <laughs> robbed my teeth when I was out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay. Tommy, you are the Wolfmaster. Rogar, you are just a standard-looking orc. She tries to make you look a bit like one of the Orogs, since they were wearing kind of heavy plate armor so that you can pass for one of the larger orcs. Okay. While she changes herself and Sophia into just normal-looking gnolls, as you all commit your final preparations and the sun has gone down, I think that's where we're going to end the episode, because next week... Because next week, you're going to try and make your way into the Shimmering River War Camp and finally see what's going on there. <laughs> this is going to be really bad. Yep. Yep. Oh, well. <laughs> it's, going to be, it's, going to, it's going to be interesting and it's going to be fun for our listeners. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, this is the thing. Because we've planned something, I think it's going to go wrong. Oh, undoubtedly. It's just in what way? <laughs> yeah, so why, are we, why are we planning things <laughs> because if we don't go in with a plan then it will definitely go wrong <laughs> <laughs> then we just die <laughs> basically it yeah <laughs> I, 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 still, I still think this is probably the best plan we've ever come up with yes yeah until it meets the enemy obviously of course but, but you know I, th- I think we've grown as a party <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. and, um... <laughs> literally because you've gotten a bit bigger that's true. Yeah. Well, I've got. Uh, you, you, you call me fat just because we've been in lockdown. I haven't been <laughs> out very much. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well. 
yeah, I mean, plans in place. Let's, uh, let's see how it all goes down next week. So, uh, thank you for joining us, everyone. That was Gunpowder, Trees, and No Plots. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash gtmp, or check out our Twitter accounts if you wish to chat to us on there. I am there as at Trees and No. My players are there with their play names and GTMP at the end of it. We also have a WordPress website and a Facebook group, both at Gunpowder, Trees, and No Plots. And I will uh, turn you over to my co-hosts to say their own little goodbyes. As has become custom, I'm going to take us to somewhere else. World. Where we see our man in black stood on a rooftop, watching as people walk by. It's what appears to be a mugging is happening. As he jumps down off the roof and stops the terrible crime. Upon receiving thanks, no words. He doesn't even turn around to acknowledge the person. He just leaves. Why? I've been James Bunkle. And if you want to hear more from me, I'm afraid, as usual, you can't. But I think, yeah, we're up to the letter S in the uh, Tommy's Guide to Weapons, which I think I call something different every week. I don't think it's got an official name. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so S is for, and this might surprise you, S is for Scythe. Yeah, I know, like, uh, gets associated with uh, with the older uh, Grim Reaper these days. But it's good Scythe. It's a, it's a fairly useful farming implement from before the time when people had, like, lawnmowers and that. You know, you go out, got a big blade on a stick, and you wave it around in your lawn to cut the grass. But you see, your thing is, just seems like a normal farming implement. I mean, a knight in armour, he'd laugh at it, wouldn't he? But then, they did. The knights in armour, they did laugh at the scythes when the uh, peasants' revolt came with them. And those knights found themselves very quickly getting fucked up. Because you see, the thing about a scythe is, is it's a very long, very sharp, razor-sharp blade because it cuts grass, which is quite difficult to cut, on a very long stick. So you mount it in just a slightly different way. You got yourself a uh, a makeshift uh halberd or something you know it's a quite a nasty weapon for fighting against knights really nice point on it and a nice curved blade so if you do hit someone who's not wearing armor take their fucking arm off yeah simple weapon farming tool and the best thing is if you're after a scythe they're on every farm quite a lot of time in the city in people's gardens if they've got a big lawn grab yourself one have a go at a knight see how you do free free daggers up you're advocating that we attack people now I'm advocating that if you're a peasant, that you attack your um, liege lord. So <laughs> if, if that does apply to anybody, they're probably not on the internet. <laughs> okay. And I do have a joke for you this week. Hey, joke time. So um, why did Rogar cross the road? Why? Because we were in an encounter and there wasn't a window to jump out of. <laughs> 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 I like it. There you go. I made that one up. That was that was all me. <laughs> I actually got a laugh this time as well, which is very unusual. So um, apologies for anyone who was hoping for a nice cringe. As you say, today is about the letter S, which is for Shrieker, which is a human-sized mushroom that emits a piercing shriek to drive off creatures that disturb it. Other creatures use the fungi as an alarm to signal the approach of prey, and various intelligent races of the Underdark cultivate shriekers 
on the outskirts of their communities to discourage trespassers. I mean, they'd be quite useful right now with the camp, but thank goodness they don't have them, right? Well, you're not in the underdog, so uh, count yourself lucky. Yeah. If we ever come across them, they'll be really handy to plant them out, like, you know, a good, like, half a mile outside our fortress. Yeah. Ah. Well, someone's coming. <laughs> a really, really annoying alarm. <laughs> or, or doorbell. <laughs> oh, someone's at the door again. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Cheers. Bye. Saying goodbye, Uncle? Nope. Oh, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cut that bit down. Keep that full length. Mm. <laughs> My neck <unicorn. laughs> Unnecessary Evil is the source for all things evil. Whether it's tips to write a better villain or tips on how to be a better villain. Part of the Necropodicon Network. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce. Easy to listen. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects you heard during this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so be sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.